<laughs> All right. Should we start? Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Cool. Welcome back to AMZ Seller Real Talk. I am your host, Danon Coleman. And with me, I have two uh, interesting gentlemen. They're not actually gentlemen. Uh, and they're from Rivoli.com. And we're going to talk about how these two are taking a gap in the are taking over a gap in the market and how us sellers can expand in their businesses with rivley so with me i've got josh good and daniel thompson hello and we're going to talk about some stuff so let's first start out with how we met right Good start yeah so um I was in Tampa at uh, the Wizards of E-Commerce uh, meetup, and which, if you don't know what that is, go to Wizards of E-Com. Wizards of. Yep. Wizards look, of E-Commerce. Yep. Dot com. Yep. And, good meetup. Uh, yeah, they're great people there, they're and, great job. and and a really good, really good group of helpful. Big group um, too. Yeah, really big. Yeah, six thousand so, members almost in their South Florida one. That's yeah, big. The Tampa one's gonna be growing fast. Yep, yeah. we're already over a hundred and something, and it's only been a few weeks. Right. So. Uh, all right, cool. So that's where we met uh, over cigars and uh, old fashions, I think. Yeah, right? some Italian food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Brio. Yes. Yeah, brio. <laughs> Yummy. So um, they've got an interesting story, and and uh, funnily, since that weekend, we've been with each other almost every other weekend since. So. First was uh, the Tampa Bay Sellers with Wizards of Ecom. Correct. After that was Sellers. No, no, it was uh, Wizards of Ecom in Miami. Orlando. Oh, that's no, Miami. No, in Miami. I mean, in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Miami. yeah. We had that's other right. tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and hot sauce. Yeah, yes, yeah. Right. hot sauce that he regretted yeah. later. That yeah, night. I was not feeling we'll hot. We'll get that into night. that too, uh, too much. Too much. No, yeah, because no. we had dinner that night in Miami. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So we we had the opportunity. We drove down there too. Mm -hmm. So we had the opportunity to be with each other. Opportunity or displeasure, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> uh, for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For eight hours, and in that time, they told me all about their story and and how Rivley got started and. And then we even kind of uh, brain melded in terms of some services and, and opportunities right. for people. And brainstorms are good ideas for the platform yeah, itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the following week, you and I go to ASG TG together. No, no that was Seller Summit. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, so. Stayed at a five-star resort. <laughs> <laughs> it was five stars uh, out of out of 15. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How many, let's see. The, he had a hotel room. I had a hotel room. And then and, we had a hotel room. And then we had a hotel room. <laughs> that's right. So uh, there was nothing wrong with mine, but his had two bed, three beds in it in two different rooms. So I was like, hey, save the money. I went over to his room, so but we his roll room was infested. Right. Suites only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, cash drop startup. Very pragmatic with our that's spending. Right. Absolutely. Uh, right, yep. right. If VCs listening out there, don't tell us who <laughs> Yeah, so then the next weekend uh, was ASGTG, but I went somewhere else and Greece. Yes, yeah. I heard a teaser. 
Let's hear about it. Let's hear about it. I know you got a story, Dan. First of all, how was ASGTG? It was great. Awesome. Awesome. Food was great. People were great. Food was probably the highlight of the event. Food was phenomenal. And there was the pre-event Yankees game. Oh, yeah. They couldn't have finished even better. You've met him. He throws on a tremendous event. That's his event up there. Ed Rosenberg, that community is awesome. They did a great job. Yeah, we got to meet him for the first time. Yep. Tremendous community. I actually got to go to a Shabbat dinner. Somebody invited me to that. That was really cool. So my wife and I stuck around. You stayed night for that. Yeah, so I stayed actually till Sunday. Got to go to that. It was a tremendous experience. Uh, you wake up or you wake up, look up. It's two o'clock in the morning. And you're still sitting at the table having conversation. Yep. You know, it was. Yep. They did a good job too because the ecom cooperative was up there as well. Yep. You know, so they timed oh, it yeah. perfectly. Yep. You know, we had their pre of the Yankees game. Went into great meals, a full day events. You know, Ed, I'm sure whether you would only have seven or eight spots, you pick great speakers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went to the ecom cooperative dinner in Jersey the night, the night after as well yep. in that warehouse. They did a great job. It yeah. was uh, definitely worth going to. Yeah, and I was at the Ecom Cooperative uh, dinner uh, in Miami before Amazon Pow Wow. That was, man, we closed. First of all, they closed the whole restaurant for us, right? That's awesome. And we, there must have been like double the amount of people that were supposed to be there. And, and like they were spilled out in the parking lot. And we were smoking cigars out there. And <laughs> I mean, it was, it was an awesome time. So uh, Dan, he puts on a heck of a show, that's for sure. Uh, and, and, of course, your crew. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then, so I went to Greece. You went to Greece. That's right. That's right. So I went for an e-commerce thing and, uh, yeah. How'd that go for you? Well, (laughs) how many Amazon stars were there, Dana? Uh, there was somewhere between zero and one. Um, (laughs) actually there was definitely one. Yeah. I'm an Amazon seller. So yeah, I did not, I did not meet a single Amazon seller. And I wouldn't have expected that at all. Amazon has such yeah. a huge presence everywhere, yeah. but I guess not. No, and I knew there wasn't one in Greece, Greece but this was supposed to be a European e-commerce right. group. And, and so I, I was under the impression that there would be somewhere between 5 and 10% that were Amazon sellers. I couldn't find a single one. There's a lot of service providers yeah, specific lots. to that region? Yeah, specific to Greece and basically it's Greece and Bulgaria. Um and and most of them only served Greece, and they were mostly um, agencies, so web and marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with Amazon, right? So, but that's not what you were asking about, yeah. was it? You want to hear my story of how how uh, Danon was uh, duped into his first yes. hustle? Yes. Yeah. Your first Listen. hustle. My first. Are we being hustle. honest on the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're <laughs> never honest on the podcast. But I'll tell you a little bit about my first hustle. So. I'm walking down the street. It's it's a it's a it's actually wonderful weather. By the way, don't go to Greece in the summer. Forget that. It's, it's so you, hot. Yeah, like go now and so May, January, February, March, April. It's May. May. Okay, thank you. Friday. Friday. I, I gotta it's remember. It's May currently, but not when you're listening to this. My wife's birthday. Okay. When, when so, is your wife's birthday? I'll put you on the spot. May third. May third. April third. Damn it. <laughs> Don't ask me about children's birth dates, all right? I only know one of them. So um, <laughs> I'm walking down the street, and this nice elderly gentleman comes up to me and strikes up a conversation, and, and I'm like, yeah, cool. And he, he uh, you know, he asked me if I'd like a cup of coffee because he's got a coffee shop down around the corner. I'm like, ah, no, I'm not doing caffeine. I appreciate it, though. He goes, well, have you ever had grappa? I'm like, uh, grappa. No. Grappa. Italian grappa. Grappa. Yeah, so I'm like, no, I haven't had it. So... He's like, come on, come on, uh, uh, you have to try it, right? It's our national drink. I'm like, I okay, would. fine. I would. Yeah. So I follow him and we go, it's really not that far. It's just one block 
one block down and one block over off the main pedestrian drag. Touristy area. Uh -huh. so. Yeah, yeah, I guess it would be. We're like- You're in Athens, correct? I'm in Athens, yeah. And I'm we're within view of, of, uh, Parth of um, Acropolis. Acropolis, thank you. I don't speak Greek, so it's all Greek to me. <laughs> um, so he takes me into this place and I'm like, this is a dive bar. Right, it's dark. There's only a bar and a couple of, of benches and stuff like that, and there's a DJ station in the corner with lights going around. But there's only like three really large, cranky old Greeks uh, there. And uh, as soon as I sit down, this girl that's sitting in a, in one of the booths who has no drink or anything comes out and sits right next to me. The bartender comes over, also a girl, and. Uh, the guy says, yeah, get this guy some grappa. I'm like, you want it with orange juice? I'm like, I'll have it however you think I should, right? right. So this is my first thing, like, this is, this is not a coffee shop, right? Clearly. In about three minutes, the guy disappears. So now I'm just surrounded, not surrounded, I've just got these two girls next to me a little uncomfortably close. Invading your personal yeah, space. Yeah, kind of invading my personal space. <laughs> and talking to me about random stuff like <laughs> i don't even know who you people are right? right what do you want uh during this conversation i'm about halfway done with my drink some guy comes in from a back door in which didn't look like there was a door there anyhow because it was just black back there hands this guy three envelopes really fat and there's i can see there's cash in there i'm like huh this is not a coffee shop right. i'm being in personal space invaded by two girls Maybe I'm in the wrong location yeah exactly so I say hey you know what let me get the check I'm gonna I'll get this guy's drink Excellent. right so oh I, I forgot to tell you so these the both girls are drinking too right they both get drinks so the bartender and her and uh, and one of them asked me can I have another I'm like well you, you can do whatever you want I mean, <laughs> right, whatever. <laughs> yeah um, so I asked for the bill I get a bill for 180 euro Right, one eight zero. How many drinks yeah. did you have? I had one drink, right? And oh, so dirty. I'm thinking it's eighteen euro for two drinks, and I'm like, no, it's one hundred and eighty. I'm like, wow. no, there's something wrong here. Wow. This is you got played. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I don't have the the cash to cover this, and I know I know they don't take American Express, right? I'm like, you take American Express? <laughs> like, no. I'm like, okay, we're gonna have to work something out then, because first of all, <laughs> I'm not paying this much money and I don't, I don't have it. So, so you wash dishes in the back. No. So no. Th now this <laughs> other guy, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It could be worse. That's right. It could be worse. <laughs> so no. And, and luckily one of my legs is titanium. So I would have told him like, break this one, break this one. Ha <laughs> suckers. I'm out of here. Uh, so, uh, this, the guy that brought me in gone disappeared. Right. So I obviously have, put three and three together and I know that spells 33. And so the guy goes, Hey, there's an ATM right around the corner. So I'm like, all right, cool. I know I'm going to use my Amex. I'm not using my debit That's card. Right. right. And I'm like, Oh no, it doesn't work. See? And he's like, well, come on. There's a bank down here. And luckily it's further down the road. So I think to myself, okay, fine. I know it's not going to work there. Right. So we'll go down there and it gives me an opportunity to be a little further away. Mm -hmm. Right. So I go, nope, sorry, it's not working. So I, I take out my wallet and I give him what I thought was 25 euro. <laughs> and I'm like, here you go. That's what you get. He's like, well, how much is it? I'm like, doesn't matter. That's all you right, get. See I you have. later. And I, I, I go up the street, right? 
So turns out it was 70 euro and I thought oh. I'd give him a, a 20 and a five and I, the five was anyhow. So well, still better than the I, previous check. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Still, still less than that. I got 50% <laughs> right. off That's guys. 50% <laughs> off. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm walking down the main drag where all the people are. And then I hear the guy yell from we're one block over now. He's oh, clearly seen that there's only 70 euro there and, and not 180 or 150 or whatever. So he starts following me. So I'm, you know, I'm tall, I can walk quickly and I can dodge people and pedestrians and stuff like that. So I go not towards my hotel. I go back right. towards uh, Acropolis and then knowing he's following me, I position myself as it's nighttime at this point, right? I position myself where there's, I'm backlit and I come straight around the corner as he's passing me. Oh, sly. Yeah. I like it. And then I go back down and I go down an empty, empty uh, alleyway so I can be dead certain I'm not being followed and then I go back to my hotel. <laughs> All the while I'm texting my wife like, I'm okay, this is where this is happening. <laughs> if you can't, if I don't text you in 10 minutes, call exactly. the police. If my phone moves, set a reminder, if my phone moves, it's not me, <laughs> I'm being taken. That's amazing. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, so uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a real thing, you know. Welcome but, back. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, welcome yeah, back. Safely. So it's like I'm safely. changing my flight and I'm calling the embassy. And I think I called <laughs> you. Well, I, actually, I know I called you when I was in New York and you were still in Greece, right? That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't even remember what we talked about. I got so little Wasn't sleep. Yeah. No. <laughs> Must have been before then, huh? Uh, anyhow. So uh, here we are. That, that's Yeah, that's how, that's how we met. Right. And, it's been our last month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... It, <laughs> Out of the last four weekends, only one of them have we not spent spent together at some sort of thing. Obviously, you called me while I was in Athens. We were having withdrawals. Of course, right. uh, naturally. So, yeah. So how did <laughs> how did you guys meet? That's what I want to know. And and how, and what how did it lead to Rivley? Uh, and quick spoiler alert: these guys are e-commerce and Amazon sellers. So. How did it lead to Rivley and what, let's do that first and then we'll talk about what is Rivley and, and, and what does it solve for me? Sounds good. Let me go. Yeah, please. So uh, interestingly, and I guess interestingly, just like everyone else that gets in e-commerce, there's no degree that you go and get that says, hey, I got my e-commerce PhD. So everyone comes from a different background. You know, so my background is as a, an emergency physician, an ER doctor. Uh, I've been doing it since 20... 20- I finally acquired a doctor friend. <laughs> <laughs> to write the prescriptions that you need. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking well, about the broken that, bone stuff. That's usually how everybody talks to me about <laughs> yeah. the need for prescriptions. <laughs> the, uh, uh, basically, what we did were... Well, at that time, uh, I working as much many shifts as I could. Yeah. ER is a, is a great job working shifts in the emergency department. It's very it's very gratifying. Yeah. Um, it's very tense, and I just love that type of atmosphere and, and thrive in the atmosphere. Yep. Uh, we started a uh, myself and uh, not Josh, but a, a best friend of mine started a clothing business in 2014. Mm. We always wanted to get into business. This was our first foray into the the business world, other than our full time jobs. And the fact that you went into clothing is absolutely insane yeah. to me. Yeah. So that <laughs> we were we were grappling over what we should go into yeah. and uh, we had an idea that sure maybe people want to wear a, uh, a a nice comfortable collared shirt underneath the sweater but it's so annoying to have a bunchy collared shirt like a button down shirt under a sweater so why can't we just make like an Under Armour tight piece underneath and then just put the cotton collar and cuffs on there so when you wear under a sweater it's very seamless it's cool it doesn't bag it's not baggy people wear and, 
Collared shirts under sweaters? Some people. Not as, not as many as we wanted, actually, because it didn't sell for <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. So I mean, the, we live in Florida. The so. point being said, and what Amazon sellers may already know that we learned at that, is that when people go to Amazon, you're putting something in a search bar, you are looking for something in particular, yeah. and you want to check out. Yeah. It's not a great place for a brand discovery, which is something we're trying to, to fix on our new platform, yep. one, of the, one of the other things we're touching on. But... Uh, that didn't sell. However, uh, with just basic cell phone pictures and nothing else back in 2014, with sweaters and other items, we were able to sell very well. And uh, as time went on with very little effort, we just capitalized on the e-commerce tailwind and the business was growing and growing and growing mm -hmm. until the point where it became, you know, hey, maybe... You know, if we didn't focus on our full-time jobs as much, that we could, you know, put some more time into this and actually would do really well. Mm. And it was around 2017, I guess, Josh, 18. we met. That's right. Yeah, 17. Met it for our met. dealership. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, met it for our dealership. Um, I know, Josh, you want to touch on what? We, yeah, that was my yeah, background. Yes. My background's always been in sales. Mm -hmm. um, I had moved down to Florida around 2014, 2015, took a job at Ferrari Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel and his lovely wife walked in. Um, we're looking at cars one day. Um, actually, never sold him a car. Yeah, sorry, um, I went behind his back. Actually, one, so that shows <laughs> I got the from California. So that I am. Yeah. But he left a great impression on me, and uh -huh. that's why we became business partners. Yeah, so we, sorry, we continue. Reconnected <laughs> later. Later on, um, um, entertained the idea of some projects um, yeah. in, in real estate. Um, Daniel wanted to do a car dealership at one point yeah. in time. I told him he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. talking me out of that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've, I've done I've done uh, car sales before myself where I went to auction, bought cars, fixed really? them up, and sold them. At the end of nine cars, I'd made $56 or something <laughs> and like then that. And the time and everything. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. So, so, we, so we entertained... A done. car condo idea. Um, they're actually building one in Tampa now. They've got one in Naples. Different people. Um, yeah, they're, they're all over the country. Kind of like yeah. those. Uh, uh, it's a mezzanine with uh, you know that you can build mezzanine. out. You're that, Italian, I can tell. Yeah, yeah grappa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like man man caves. There so, are a bunch yeah. of garages that men can use to, or and, and women too. Yeah, just yeah. De decorate out and uh, becomes like club. a nice yeah community, ah. nice social club. And then the one in Tampa is great because we all have a, all have a track. So but, we were talked out oh. of that. Um, and. Damn it. <laughs> then Daniel and I were talking about um, e-commerce and mm -hmm. what he had been doing uh, with Dan, his friend, and right. business partner, other the other founder of River. So we have Daniel, Dan, we have Dan, and Josh. And Josh. Josh. Okay. They uh, they had this clothing company, and um, I mean that was you were moonlighting that, right? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it was it, doing it was doing well. Uh, it really needed some extra attention, and uh, Josh. I think your entrepreneur itch started to get bigger. Correct, correct. And you had had success in your Skycare Global company, which we haven't That's talked right. about yet. That's and right. And then yeah. this lended itself to a partnership to where we could both jump in, both quit our full-time jobs, and That's really right. start to do masterminds and, and teach ourselves PPC. And, and learn as much as you possible. You know, to become an e-commerce entrepreneur these days, there's not really anywhere you can go besides online and, and just to absorb the knowledge any way that you can find it. And mm -hmm. I think with our temperaments and our skill sets, how they speak to the opposite of each other. And we were always on go. We always found solutions. And, and that, that righted the ship of the clothing business. And we really figured out how to deal with a complex, multi-skew uh, yeah. source from another country, and tons of the, variability. did the total opposite. And then decided <laughs> yeah. to go with a very lean US source supplement company. Right. I was going to say, 2014, you should have started with silicone baking mats. <laughs> Seriously. 2014, I know, in, in retrospect. And well, that's one of the great pitches for Rivley, I guess, is that- well, Everything you know, happens for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is a new marketplace starting starting fresh. But anyways, to- so I was going to say, everything that we- um, failed at or something that we learned. Didn't like. 
It was too. It was complex. Things that we learned that we we added that yeah. to the gummies. That's right. Yeah. And then and then by the that. way, this is this is just for reference. This is brand number two, which is. Uh, uh, vitamin gummies, right, right, which right. we started in 2019 together with the idea of, of taking it from seed to sale in mm-hmm. three years or less, and actually, did thankfully, did the 18 months. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, all the while, taking everything that we always building something bigger and better, trying to find a new solution. What's next? Yep. And that's when Daniel decided to start building and working on all the holes that we found in e-commerce that mm-hmm. we liked. Um, mm-hmm. To build Rivoli um, cool. to support U.S.-based businesses. All right, let's let's go down that path real quick. Okay. So Rivoli was built to support United States of America companies. That's right. That's correct. Okay. Now I am, uh, you know, that actually brings up something that I that I've forgotten was an option on Amazon. There was an option once upon a time, drop down option of United States only where you could choose US businesses that, and those were the only, um, uh, it was a filter for products. So you could choose US only sellers. And they took that away. It was quite a few years ago, probably four or five years ago now. But uh, probably so, as their demographic shifted yes, a little bit. It probably then, was uh, uh, less than impressive too, once you go from a catalog of you know X to X right. minus. Yeah, well. They do things for their own reasons, that's for sure. Do a lot and, of things, right? A lot when of we say great. U.S.-based businesses, we don't mean U.S. products. I mean, these products okay. can be sourced from Greece, from China, from Vietnam, from Mexico, from, from Israel, from anywhere. Can, as long as the business is established in the United States, the, they have an EIN US, number. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. US, a U.S. owner. You know, we, we yep. customers are the shoppers that we talk to. They they want a place they can go and shop and shop American businesses and American products if they want to. We can with we can US have the filter if they too. want to exactly with mm-hmm. U.S. customer service and they want to have a, a better connection with the brands mm. and we try to enable all those things. We couldn't populate a marketplace uh, with enough enough products nowadays that given that we've outsourced 30 or 40 years of, of manufacturing overseas, you know, of course that's our goal in the, in the future to help promote those who do reshore their manufacturing. Yeah. So you'll have a filter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a made in USA filter for the, the shoppers that care the most about that and are, and are willing to, to go in that route. And then we also have uh, assembled in USA and then uh, we just, you know, we try to try to build features as they're requesting them and what's most important to them. Yeah. yeah. And to your point, you know, we can't go back on 30, 40 years of manufacturing, but what we can do is we can aggregate a a group of businesses and products for the U.S. population to go and know that they're shopping and supporting businesses that are based out of the U.S., regardless of where they're sourced. That's right. Employing U.S. citizens, paying U.S. taxes. Putting money back into the economy. That's right. Even if you're buying pops. Correct. Even if so, maybe 100% of your dollar is not going into their pocket, but at least 80% is going in their dollar, whereas a lot of the bigger platforms out there nowadays are kind of going in the other direction where the majority of the new sellers signing up on the on the major platforms today are you know based overseas yeah probably based I, in china and i i don't mind uh supporting other countries and, and families as well like as far as i'm concerned earth is still made up of humans you know absolutely and, and but that being said of course i i want to support my like it's how it's concentric circles right, right? my my family my extended family, mm-hmm. my community, right? My church, my my city, and so on and Correct. so forth. So of course I wanna support my country and my fellow countrymen, but I also don't mind supporting others. Of course. That being said, uh, there is a certain 
country that is communist in nature that, you know, the government has their hands in everything. That I don't like supporting. Right. You know what I mean? And currently, that's the only country I've been able to find to get my blankets done. And and I am I am this close to just retiring the brand for that for the blankets because of that. I'm I'm I have no interest in going back there. It's hard to quantify value on a certain platforms, right? Like it's it's we talk about pictures, price and reviews. And mm-hmm. you know, in our clothing <laughs> brand, we can source and A, B and C test and test fit and quality, but how do you quantify that when you have 2000 reviews, I have 2000 reviews, your shirt's $15 and ours is 30, mm-hmm. ours is worth 60 and yours is worth five. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's no- yeah, Values, n- it's tough yeah. for the value. Absolutely. But then there also is a value for customer service as well. You know I mean, we- Where's your customer service based? US. Well, okay. I was going to segue space. into the uh, the algorithm of you know perceived value, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We, and there's just not there's not that on there's a lot not, of platforms. That's right. And we're trying to how, provide more value. How? What's that? How how are you how are you doing that? Like, let's I mean let's take reviews for instance. Usually people go to reviews to yeah. determine value, right? Right. And they're and they're going to look at the one stars and the low star or the low rated and the high rated to find out okay. In what's my opinion based on those things? Right. So, and of course, and and this this comes from a time when we started on e-commerce. There were a buttload of fake reviews. Mm-hmm. Right. That's How right. are you going to combat that? So we we have a system where we identity verify the reviewers. Okay. Uh, the reviewers, when they are the shoppers, when they want to leave reviews before they leave their first review on the platform, they have to put in some basic information that we run through a third-party verification service that wow. verifies their identity. Now, the incentive for customers to do this is that when they are now on the platform and they leave reviews, we also have a blockchain-based review reward system where portions of the sales. Uh, are given to these creators who put in a lot of time and effort to create helpful reviews. And we're trying to incentivize that behavior uh, to create great reviews. The top reviews will share in some sales as well as the top category reviews as as a whole. And we're trying to build this community aspect where people want to take extra time, want to give great reviews. And, you know, to do that, we've identity verify helps, helps us provide the consumer with the, the confidence that these, these are bought products and they're not from, uh, you know, 25 cell phones attached in a warehouse somewhere. I can be honest with you. I was not expecting that answer. That sounds like a pretty good solution (laughs) to me. And we're trying to eliminate this cold transactional experience of online, you know, Mm. with our, with our brands on, on Rivoli, you're able to set store hours to where, you know, Danon can say, I'm available from nine to five, contact me and let's talk about my blankets and and why you love them or hate them. But we want to share the customer. It's more of a shared, uh, shared customer experience versus, mm-hmm. you know, really owning the customer and shutting out the seller. And we yeah. will be br- taking your data and, and, and branding our own products to sell against you and... No Rivley Essentials? No, no <laughs> not one. No. no, it's not. No, we, it was, it was that one, I would say is the, uh, right behind the U.S. based, uh, mission that was yeah. number two. And that, yep. uh, you know, when we compiled, uh, feedback from, t- from tons of sellers, us included, you know, that was, that was second on the list. They just really branded product competition, something that just can't, can't happen. Among the other features we, we, we have built, to address many other issues that, you know, you, you would have found. Yeah. I, I've definitely spoken to some sellers where Amazon Essentials has just ruined their business. It's and, tough. And I myself, when I went into uh, uh, supplements in the UK, I started off selling a brand that was 
sold by Amazon. And when I put the brand up, I started making sales because I, of course, can build a better listing than Amazon can. Right. And what they did is they chopped their price and took the buy box. They chopped their price to below what they could get it for just to Purely take the operating a loss just to run you out. Yeah. Just to cannibalize you. It's yeah. tough. You can't compete with deep pockets like that. It, yeah. makes, it makes things difficult. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I was being sneaky and, and getting in on a product that I knew was selling well. Right. Right, because I knew the owners but of this company. But they have the same data that the product sells well. Of course, right. well, mm -hmm. of course they do. But I didn't expect them to shut out. I mean, it was slightly a test, but I didn't expect them to 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 operate at such a vicious loss mm -hmm. just to push right. me out. You know, right? And I was I was very surprised by that. like. I'd be curious to see where that product is now. There's, you know, what I mean, like the price, the reviews, the placement, all that. Yeah. Like, is it back to after Dan's right. gone? You know, well, it's tough. You can't, you no, can't fault know. them for their their strategy. It's very smart. And just That's like uh, CVS and Kroger and everybody comes out with their own branded mm -hmm. uh, generics. The same same concept. We just, yeah. you know, recognizing that while that may be lost revenue and income for us down the road by not adopting that business model, you know, we're we're really focused on trying to give the sellers the experience they want. And we realize the shoppers need a great experience as well. We're trying to find a, a happy medium between the two mm -hmm. of them rather than just skew too far in one direction. And that's why we're in this interim period right now of onboarding seven, eight, and nine-figure sellers that we right, personally private met. Beta right now. Oh, yeah. So you're in, you're in private beta right we're now, in right? beta right, right. now. So Correct. say we meet a seller, we're very impressed with them, you know, what they've accomplished, and, and maybe they're in a category that we haven't uploaded yet. So we, you know, find time to sit with them and figure out their wants and needs to okay. make, you know, make this experience better for them because we really do want this to be a seller run, seller built, uh, everything. I mean, everything is about the consumer, right? Yeah. And we want that to can, can remain the same. But yeah, and, and Amazon feels that way too, but at the expense of the seller like us. Like I've never had such to bad be service. That way. I totally agree. I think, I think that if you create a, a good, honest ecosystem for the sellers to operate in, then that intrinsically offers a better experience for, That's right, for the, the shopper, shopper, especially when the shopper is being rewarded through our reward system of right. good, honest reviews. Yeah, right. cool, cool. So uh, let's say I'm a seller and I may or may not have impressed you, but uh, I, I'm interested in selling on, uh, on, on Rivley, right? I'm an Amazon seller. I've got all my inventory there. I'm 100% FBA. Uh, what do I do? Let's let's assume we're through the beta and sure. you're an, or or you're an open sure. beta, right? Yeah, but actually, yeah, by the time everyone's listening to this, I'm assuming I mean we'll be right. open signups. People right, just right. go and sign up. So excellent. All right, if good. you do so. want to go and sign up, sell.rivley.com, S-E-L-L.rivley.com. Um, if you're interested in talking to somebody or having some great ideas, we need as much feedback as possible. Sell at rivley.com is the email address to to contact us. Cool. Uh, and you're always interested in talking to people that have great ideas. And at this stage, the the great thing, Dane, is that we can you know, we can implement changes very quickly and yeah. very easily. If someone mm -hmm. has a great idea, we just put it on the roadmap and yep. do it. You want to get a hold of somebody, you just call us and talk to us. And there's so many sellers with so many great I ideas. So oh, many I'm great sure. ideas. I know. We have a you know, we have a huge list running. We have our roadmaps already two years out right now, planned out. Yep. Wow. But uh, yeah, so sorry back to your question. So if you were gonna yeah. if you what were interested, you, <laughs> how would you how would you come over or oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're a Amazon seller and your products are F in Amazon warehouse, or FBA, yeah. uh, we have um, onboarding is simple. It's pretty easy. It takes about five or ten minutes. General basic information: uh, U.S. business, U.S. business EIN. No individual sellers or social security numbers. Uh, you know, just U.S. businesses only. Mm -hmm. And uh, U.S. owner with social security number and birthday. We do identity verification. Once you get into your account uh, with a U.S. bank account, of course. 
once you get into your account, uh, the first step that you do is go to our Amazon integrator mm. and you integrate your Amazon account in a few clicks and then we can have the option to import all of your products over, categorize and sort them for you, slot all the variations together and that's it. We'll, we'll wow, notify that's you when it's done. Uh, whether you have a you know one product or twenty thousand products, wow. it just runs and imports. Wow, and we can that's awesome. Obviously, you have twenty thousand products. It can take a full day to for the importer to go. But okay. nonetheless, you know it's there's there's no rush. We'll bring everything over. You pop in, look at all of your listings, make sure everything's good to go, and that's it. You're set. You're ready to get sales. Fulfillable, returnable. Everything. That's right. Oh, if you, if you import from Amazon, it sets to be fulfilled by Amazon. Wow. If it is, if it's FBM, it'll you know slot to be fulfilled by seller. And uh, returns let's, also go back to Amazon Warehouse. QR code, okay. box up. So, so let's let's take a um, Shopify for instance, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. You create a Shopify store. You have to create the listing. That's right. Right, and then tell it which product to fulfill from Amazon. So that if you've got twenty thousand products, you need to hire people to to create your Shopify. So what you're telling me is that with the boop and the beep of a few buttons, yep. it'll be done mm -hmm. for me. That's Absolutely. right, and, and shoppable. And yep. shoppable. And all set to be fulfilled by Amazon and returned to Amazon warehouses. All right. So let's say so I've there's got, no risk. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Let's say I've got a three PL, right? I I do have I do keep inventory at Amazon, but I'm I'm assuming that my sales are gonna be double Amazon sales with Rivley.com. <laughs> on the right? first day. On the You're first right. day. Of course, of yeah. course. Um, disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> disclaimer, this is right. We this this will be slow growing comparatively. We know everybody out there has ninety five plus percent of their sales comes from Amazon. Yeah. So See, we, even our FBA or even yeah. our private label businesses from We will make a dent. We will yeah. make a dent that's worth worth the time. It's just just gonna because take some there's time a growing yeah. portion of the population that cares about shopping and supporting that's U.S. Right. based businesses, and yeah. that number is going to continue to grow. Yeah. Right, like as every year. All right. So three PLs. Three PLs. Right. So I have I have inventory at FBA, but my three PL is less expensive. Can can you accommodate me? Yeah, so Absolutely. we have, yep, we have okay. a, um, we plan, at least right now, the, having our own warehouses is on our radar potentially in the future. Really? But, okay. Potentially. But as for now, we plan on being a lean tech focused company. Do you also plan on having your own airplanes? Planes, trains, and automobiles? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, no. The, we can't, we, we realize that to compete against uh, Amazon spending $10 billion a year for their, their logistics and uh, Shopify just recently bought Deliver yep. in the news. And, mm -hmm. and Walmart's expanding their WFS. Yep. You know, they're all going to chase delivery within one hour, and we are going to just integrate with the best uh, third-party logistics companies and providers that are out there, and kind of, kind of be a uh, okay. more of an integrator as opposed to trying to you know chase billions of dollars in one direction. Because let's right. face it, if you're set up to fulfill an item to your customer, whoever that is, mm -hmm. and you do it well, mm -hmm. why should you be penalized by not having it in a certain warehouse? That's you right. Know? Should be based on your customer service scores, how fast Agreed. you you know get the item there or back, you know. Yeah, that's right. A free, a free market. To, yeah, absolutely. And right. when you if you come on the platform, we have a section there for requesting uh, certain features and requesting an integration specifically. People cool. vote on the integration requests and like the next ones that are most popular. Right. Oh, like, nice. would you like this three PL or this? That's right. Yeah. And our developers are always working on the ones that are the most popular. Fantastic. All right, let's take another scenario. Right. We'll take a real life scenario that I have right now, okay? And you can tell me. I can't tell if he's telling the truth or not. Problem solving with Dana. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a brand, right? I sell camping blankets. Okay. All right, and I want 
I want brand registry so that I can control my brand, right? So I go out and I accidentally spend 13 months doing it by myself instead of just paying Amazon for it, right? So this is a true story, telling it for a friend I know. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so this friend of mine, really smart guy, but he did this. Good looking too, Good right? looking, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, dreamy eyes. <laughs> Best you've ever seen. I've never seen. I, Best I've ever seen, I mean. In the mirror. In the mirror. <laughs> no, the, 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 when, anyhow, so <laughs> I can't get brand registry, right? So I've been denied four times. This friend of mine has been den <laughs> denied four times. The only reason is, is that I've broken terms of service. There's no record of me breaking terms of service. I've never broken terms of service. And there's no one to contact. So obviously I have no actual control of my brand, right? How are you going to help sellers? Like, this is my brand, right? I, I, I came up with a logo with a friend of mine. It's custom, everything that, it's a blanket. Like it's, okay, it's but a different blanket. size square. Right. Yeah, but it's right. mine, right? right? So um, I own it all, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, right? How, are, how, how am I gonna control my brand on Rivoli? So we, on Rivoli, we try to give the brand- Oh shit. Sorry, the camera just died. Oh. Hold on, folks. <laughs> Audio still up? Yeah, the audio's still Great. up. Great. So All right, well, answer the question. Yeah, go ahead and answer. So on, on Rivley, we, uh, we took a lot of these opinions into consideration, and we're really trying to give the brand owner more exclusive control over how their listing is seen on our platform. And by doing that, for example, if you come over, we have our own similar program where if you apply, register your brand with your trademark, mm -hmm. then you get control over all the listings that have your brand. In addition to that, when from that point forward, when people submit applications to want to sell your brand, maybe they have an invoice or they're saying they're an authorized uh, reseller for yeah. this, that application goes to the brand. It does not go to us, it goes to the owner. Oh, wow. So everybody that comes on and sells a brand up to a point, uh, up to the registered brand owner coming on, that's all, I guess, fair game, so mm -hmm. to say. They can sell the brand. Unless yeah. it's a restricted brand, then they have to apply. The application goes to Rivley and we approve it. But the second we have that brand owner on there, they control their listings and every application goes to them for approval. Okay, so uh, let's say somebody's price gouging. A pr I come on at a later point, there's 10 sellers. Two yep. of them are price gouging, mm -hmm. right? Or below map, yep. uh, mani manufacturer, uh, minimum, advertised, mi minimum price. advertised price, right? So how do I as a brand owner handle those guys? Because I don't want them selling. Good point. So as a registered brand owner, you have the option to set a map if you want to. Okay. So we have uh, on certain plans, you have the ability to set a map where prices cannot go below a certain amount mm. or, or you know, or the listing will like, I guess similar listing would be suppressed, I guess, as they would say. Oh, yeah. Uh, and th the reason that we do that is we've, you know, we've really tried to think uh, and talk to a lot of brand owners, even small brands, even even big name brands that we've talked to. Yeah. And especially with big name brands, that's one of their pain points with selling on some marketplaces is that the the maps aren't being adhered to. Mm -hmm. And it's just yeah. another opportunity for us. And again, it's just, I guess, in, in full circle, we've mentioned before, in building this is just about taking lots of feedback from how people would change things. And yeah. sometimes when you've gone too far down a certain path, it's hard to make changes. And we have the opportunity to make those changes from scratch. So again, cool. if, if anyone out here that's listening has ideas on what they would want in a new marketplace, we want to hear about it. If only yeah, people absolutely. listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah if, if, <laughs> if you've made it this far. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so I'd say, what, what are we at, how are we on time? 
We are 40 minutes. 40 minutes. That went by very fast. Wow. I can't believe that we actually. Time flies. Time flies. All right. Well, it's probably a good time to wrap Wrap it up. up. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. So I'm a seller. How do I get onto Rivley? Sell.rivley.com. It's for information on the site. If you're a shopper, you can go to Rivley.com and uh, you can scroll to the bottom. Obviously, there's information on selling, but uh, you can sign up. By the time this thing airs, uh, it'll be it'll be open beta or even public launch if we can uh, move yeah. fast enough. Yeah. But we know how the development world, double world goes. Yeah. So uh, in six weeks, we'll be 12 weeks away from saying what we <laughs> do right, in three right, weeks. Right. <laughs> right. But sell.rivley.com or again, sell at Rivley.com if you want to just talk to us, mm-hmm. set yeah. a meeting. You know, we want to hear from you. Cool. Yeah, you can email us personally. You can reach us to us on our Instagram. Right. Um, we're we're very accessible, right. and we um, can and we LinkedIn's. plan to be that way. Yeah. You know, through the selling experience, when things happen, you know, get a hold of us. We'll you know we can fix things. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So let me let me uh, end this off with Rivley.com is going to be a U.S. business uh, a marketplace for U.S. businesses. They have a uh, product importer. There's no Rivley branded products, so right. no Rivley essentials right. to ruin your brand in life. There's currently no advertising on there. That's right. We there's, talk about that. Yeah, there's U.S.-based support, which is something that I know right. some of you older sellers were accustomed to. 3PL integrations uh, and brand gating, and I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit yeah, more. A verified other, reviews. Verified reviews. Yeah, we didn't cover we didn't that. We that as a shopper yeah. on the shopper side. But yeah. it's, it's all about uh, trying to build a good community on both sides. And yeah. we've, I know we focus more on the sellers that might probably listen to this podcast. But if you're interested, you know, Rivley.com, we have information on the shoppers as well and how we're trying to revolutionize their shopping experience as well. Yeah. And oh. this, this isn't from a, an ER doctor and a, and a car salesman in a past life. I mean, it is, but it's also from two people that have lived this private label e-commerce life for years now. And, you know, I think that we've really found the holes that the majority of our ecosystem once solved. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for, first of all, creating Rivley. I'm, I'm really looking forward to being a part of that. Uh, and, and thanks for coming on the podcast. It was great having you here. Thanks thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Cool. Cool. See ya. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Take care, everyone.